Uh, and have when we I, what, started? Yes, of course we've started. Well, who oh, did you yes. tell me? I told you. I was like giving you freaking hints. No Ryan. one told oh, me anything. I had no idea. You I, failed I as totally your producer. I was trying to tell you without telling Katie. No, you failed miserably in every direction. Yeah, I didn't even. I bet other Ian was like, "What's going on?" Other was Ian yeah, was I know busy. You were. See, you fail. This is 8-Bit, episode 76, Handy Robot, on Sunday, April 27th, 2014, and now, with more stupid bias. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with guest Katie Redman. So, hey, Buck. Well, hey, Decker. How do you get an entire chat room to start arguing like a bunch of little children? By trying to be clever and not actually telling everybody what's going on, but trying to suggest it so that one person can't understand, but then nobody understands? That sounds about right. I'm pretty sure that's what just happened. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah you ruin everything. I, Stop being clever. <laughs> I, I want to be the doctor, though. The doctor's clever. Or maybe hang out with people who actually catch your cleverness. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, so you're like saying I children? Should have, I should have higher quality friends. Yes. Ah, well, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I wanted. I wanted to trick Katie into doing her cat thing, but it never worked. Well, it's I mean... still not working. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No. Uh. Maybe that means I should just do it. Nya, 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 nya. Did I do it right, Katie? <laughs> got any got any suggestions? Maybe give me some pointers or, or an um, example to you know tell what? me how how to you do it. You know what, better? Ian? You know what? You just continue on with your stupid dumb <laughs> show that I regret being a guest on. You know what? I am sick and tired of this. Well, oh, that's, apparently I'm out and Katie's out, so it's just you now, Ian. Well, I mean, that'll sort of be what happens next Sweden, so... Or, I mean, next fall. Next, next Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when the, you know, year turns around to next Sweden. It's so cold. Maybe that's what happened this year. And, Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was fantastically warm over there when I was over there. Like, mid-January, up in the mountains, up in the Alps, it was mid-50s. Yeah, I... I mean, I don't know if you knew what the weather was like in Sweden while you were in Europe, Europe. What are the Swedes known for, even? Oh, my God. Uh, vodka. Vodka? I thought that was Russia. Swedes are known for their vodka as well. Ikea. Ah, that's true. The uh, good old Ikea. food with blood. Blood pancakes. Yes. <laughs> Meatballs. So oh, the Swedish chef, of course. Oh, yes, of oh. course. Wow, we're so dumb. <laughs> um, okay, you, you want to know what I want to talk about right now? Oh, finally. Not really. This is like the biggest thing that happened in my world this week. Um, and Not I, me? Well, I mean, I, it, 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 I'm sure it's significant to you, but since Star Wars is like my life, th- this affected me in a very big way. He Katie, has the ugliest Star Wars sweater ever. I d- hey, hey, don't insult it. My dad got me for that, and he's very proud of it, and you're going to make him feel bad. Yeah, like he listens to the podcast. I kind of wish he did. Nah, yeah, haha. No, you probably don't want him to. You don't want him to know that you swear. I don't want my mom to know that I swear. (laughs) I feel like my dad would be more okay with it. (laughs) As long as I don't swear around the sisters or at church or anything, then, you know, I'm probably good at it. Um, So, anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars. So, on StarWars.com, they had a blog post recently about how they're changing the expanded universe. And, you know, any time that they say anything about the expanded universe, I always get really nervous because, you know, it's it's almost always like, well, we're going to change this thing and this book is now being overwritten. You know, like, for example, uh, the the Clone Wars TV show, the animated one, uh, kind of overwrote the... Uh, the Republic Commando books because they were saying very different things about Mandalorian culture. But I really, really liked the Republic Commando books specifically because of the Mandalorian culture that they had in it, and it was great. Um, so I was really mad at the Clone Wars show <laughs> for a very long time, and I still haven't watched it. Um, so mad, for real. So mad. 
Um, and so, so I read through this, this article, and apparently it's not all death and gloom. Um, what they're doing is, you know, now that, like, Disney owns it and, and George Lucas isn't, like, you know, in charge of it anymore. Thank um, God. They're you going to... The deep end. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks everywhere. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's made his way into other Star Wars things, not just the movies. Uh, um, well, I mean, the only time that I've seen him was in Star Wars um, The Force Unleashed, where he was frozen in carbonite. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Um... That, um, that must have been like an Easter egg, or a, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. a hidden joke, yeah. Um, but so they're actually going to have like a dedicated team now whose sole job is to take a look at everything that's being created for the Star Wars universe from now on and make sure that it all fits together, which is a very good thing. Um, unfortunately, you know, all of the stuff that's come before now, other than like you know the the movies and uh, you know the Clone Wars TV show, are kind of in limbo, like on a case-by-case basis, they might overwrite them, but they've always had kind of, you know, the right to do that anyway, even though I would hate them for it. Um, and, of course, you know, the, the big example on everyone's mind is the Heir to the Empire books, and that was, like, the main picture that they had on this article. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, they'd better not touch that. They'd better not get rid of it. And they didn't. So. Oh, darn. What do you mean, oh, darn? <laughs> My world could have ended, but ah. it... It was okay. Like all, Buck, what? I think you're looking for enjoyment in all the nerds. Oh, God damn it! I messed it up. Yeah, you messed it up. Uh. Start over. I think you're looking for enjoyment in all the wrong places. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very good. I mean, That's if that would have blown up your world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, though, he's like the best Star Wars character of all time. But nobody yeah. knows who he is because he's only nope. in the books. Good. Oh. He should stay there. I disagree. I want to see him in a video game. I well, I mean, Timothy Zahn's the only one who has you know written anything with him in them, and I am okay with that because he's a very good author, and I don't trust anybody else to you know do Thrawn <laughs> justice. So don't touch you know, Ian Star Wars characters. Or well, have a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I will fit all over your nerd. Alrighty then. Like I'm it. telling Sonia. <laughs> Actually, I think she does listen to the podcast. Hi, Sonia. Oh, hey there. Yeah. So obviously that does uh, have to do with Star Wars video games, which is why I feel okay with talking about it on the podcast. Ooh, great. Even though you once told me that you could just talk about whatever you wanted on the podcast because it was your podcast. Well, I mean, it is. And we can we but do. we want to have a unifying theme, right? When we can. Yeah. On occasion. And it's not Whatever. like there's Star Wars news often enough to just talk about Star Wars news. Video games are much easier. We'd have to be like the universe for that to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn. Uh, okay. But wait a minute. You just made an actually relevant like uh, joke about the, the network. I'm so proud of you, Ian. <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's oh, true. snap. Uh, so let's get on to the, the proper video game news, since you guys seem so eager to do that. Um, so the first one actually is a pretty big one. There's there's a pretty ambitious project going on right now to... Ah, hey, before we do that... How about we <laughs> find a way to segue it in? <laughs> Ian, you want to do that? <laughs> since I'm dumb. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm glad you finally realize what I've always known. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to suggest that we just find a way to segue it in neatly since you forgot it. But, I mean, we can just go to it right now if you'd like to. We never do neat segues. We always, always find a way to ruin everything. I try to make neat segue- segues for you. Haha, segues. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm dumb. <laughs> We've all known it for a very long time, and I'm only just now admitting it. Moving on. Well, the first step is admitting the problem. In the meantime, for those of you who are looking for help and for some reason decide that one of the uh, things that we talk about on our show on this site might actually be able to give you that help that you're looking for and you are not listening to it on the site, so whether it's through maybe an iTunes thing or otherwise, feel free to head on over to our website at thenexus.tv slash eb76 where you'll find everything that we talk about on this episode. Everything. Everything. Every single tangent, every nook and cranny is going to be on there. Except for Buck looking for enjoyment in all the wrong places. Uh-huh. 
I hope my bleeps are cat sounds. Uh, <laughs> every bleep from yours will now, or from now on, will be meow cat. So, okay, what, what was I talking about? All right, the ambitious project to list every single video game ever made. This is actually a user-driven list, so if you go there and you notice that, you know, your favorite game is missing or, you know, your least favorite game even, uh, then just, I think they have, like, a link on there for you to submit suggestions for more video games. And uh, at the time that I found this list, it was somewhere in the 40,000s in total. I don't know what they're up to now. I'm going to put my pointer on it, too. Now we're all touching it. Are we touching cursors? Yep. Um, Let's see, 43,811. Lovely. Currently. All right. Um, So I'm betting that we'll be able to find these games on there because some of the games that are on that list go back for a long ways. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the oldest ones are, like, maybe Pong or... Well, Pong is the oldest game. Uh, I think there might be older. I think that was, like, one of the first commercially available video games. But, yeah. <laughs> Snake. Either way. Um, but so, you remember those people who talk about their childhood memories of NES games? Yeah. Like, uh, old. Like, like Putnam. He's oh, old. Yeah. Putnam was going beyond the NES. He was talking about the Atari 2600, so... Yeah. I mean... Whenever my uncle, who's, I think he's in his 60s, talks about any sort of video game things, he always talks about how they got the machine that played Pong, and they were the first in their neighborhood to get that, and so they became the coolest kids on the block because of that. Because money can buy coolness. Yes. I believe it. (laughs) I'm super cool. All right, well, we're not quite that old, so the games that we have in our fond memories of childhood gaming are something from Humongous Entertainment. So those are the guys that did, like, Freddy Fish, Putt-Putt, um, Spy Fox, those sort of things. I mostly um, played their, like, backyard baseball and backyard football games. Uh, not their adventure games, but I, I did. I knew of them. Yeah, they got, they're the ones that got me started on point-and-click adventures. Um, and I'll actually... Uh, I'll be able to go and relive a bunch of those sometime over the next few months as well, should I choose. So the humongous games, those games, um, well, a bunch of them anyway, are being re-released through Steam over the next few months. So good if you want a blast from the past, and possibly if you want to give your kids the same experience you do, seeing as, you know, people who are a little older than us have kids nowadays. So weird. So weird. I think about people our age getting engaged, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm old. That's still weird. Yeah. Ugh. And then there are those people who are, like, engaged since senior year of high school, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? Are you out of your I mean, mind? There are some of those OTPs. Like, do you remember uh, Robert, Sandy, Roberto, and yeah. Amy? They've been dating since, like, junior high. I don't understand. <laughs> Neither do I. I anyway. guess as a Disney princess, I understand. <laughs> Is that where you get all your money from? I can sing to animals, and then they steal things from me. <laughs> Speaking of stealing things, the Assassin's Creed series has done a good job of justifying its annual cycle by changing things up significantly from game to game. Apparently, Assassin's Creed Unity will continue this trend by adding four-player narrative co-op. Ooh. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play with me, Ian? I do. And yeah. Ian, if you want to play with us, you should probably... Well, catching up on the Assassin's Creed series at this point is kind of infeasible. So what? I'm sure... I'm sh- Well, I, I mean, if you think about it, like, back in 2012, it took me all of, like, from April until November to get caught up on this... on the entire series, and that was like me playing nothing else besides Assassin's Creed games. They've had two more full-length games since then. Okay, so how about we just not count anything like past Assassin's Creed 2? Because it just went on a decline after that. I think Brotherhood was worth playing. Okay, Brotherhood was okay, but Revelations was eh. It was kind of short, yeah. And then um, three yeah, was just terrible. Three was disappointing. Four was yeah. a lot of fun, though. Four was good. Okay, the naval yeah. battles were good. So. I mean, I have Ass Creed one, Ass Creed two. Um, I thought he said Ass Cream. I was like, <laughs> "Yep, I'm sure you do." 
All day, every day. I, I mean, can't you use any type of cream for that if you if you really want to? Ass, ass in. Creed. <laughs> uh, why am I thinking about Gold Bond now? What? I would not put that up there. <laughs> A menthol would burn. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to move on. <laughs> so somebody found an exploit in the Source Engine's uh, file sending system, and, of course, they took the next logical step. They they used that to infect a bunch of computers who, you know, for uh, people who are playing on uh, um, Gary's Mod servers, and they they used this exploit to change a bunch of people's Steam names to Vinhole Fix It and made those uh, people's Steam clients spam all of their friends with the word cough over and over again through chat. <laughs> that problem has since been patched, and um, thankfully, hopefully, it was never actually used for anything malicious. Doesn't sound. <laughs> I mean, like the 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 possibility was there for somebody to use it for something else, but the, to the best of our knowledge, it was only used uh, for these silly things. And then it was fixed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if it like makes people like better people or people being more stupid that they couldn't exploit it. I don't know. Probably better people, because they're pointing out the hole before anyone can do anything damaging, and they're just doing it in an amusing way. Yeah. All right. I mean, oftentimes doing the right thing is equated with doing the stupid thing, but by some people, but it all depends on your morals. Mm-hmm. And that's a discussion for a different podcast. If someone starts up a philosophy podcast, please take that up. However, in the meantime... Ugh. That's something that we don't have on this uh, on on this network. philosophy with Katie. <laughs> oh my god! Philosophy with Katie would be all cat sounds and talking about how much the world sucks. And all those cat sounds would be because I would be swearing a lot. <laughs> yep. Philosophy is really frustrating, you know. However, the one redeeming thing about philosophy is you can have a velociraptor. Okay. They have a dinosaur. That's the only good thing about it. Anyway. Wait, uh, I feel like your dad would be really offended with you if he heard you saying that. Well, he knows that, that I poke fun at him all the time. Yeah, you also that. poke fun at him for tipping cows in college. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've stopped with this, with the baldness thing, because it's starting <laughs> to happen to me, too. But <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but, I mean, at my school, there's generally... Um, well, not generally. There is a rivalry between the philosophy and the classics departments because their offices are literally right across the hall from each other, so I have to poke fun at them by nature. It's like Packers and Vikings fans. I suppose. I don't watch hockey. Except that, you know, like... Wait. <laughs> Except that classics and philosophy are good things. I suppose. And the Vikings can be, too. Yeah, it's still football. The Packers, not so much, but the Vi- Vikings can be. Well, now you're just being biased. Yeah. Uh-huh. If it's a stupid bias that doesn't actually affect anything, then yes. <laughs> anyway, um, in the meantime, Dragon Age Inquisition has a new trailer out that gives a little bit more insight into the story of the upcoming game. It also reveals the release date to be October 7th. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, so we're going to have like three big game releases right there on that same day. What are the other two? Uh, let's see. Batman, Arkham yeah. Knight, and... Oh, golly, what's the other one? I feel like it must be Assassin's Creed. Or is Yay. it... Oh, no, no, no. Assassin's Creed is later. I don't know. But there's there's like, there's like three major AAA releases. Anyway, let's watch that video because it's it's actually a really good one. Oh, like right now? Yes, like, like go into the YouTube app of the oh Hangout. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh. God. It's worth it. Trust me. What do you mean the YouTube app? I clicked it, nothing. It is difficult to bear what happened here. You walked out of the Fade, and our soldiers found you. The only one who escaped a blast that killed thousands. And you have no idea how you survived? Sounds like the Dragon Ball. At this moment, you are the only threat I see. The world is tearing itself apart, but they say I can stop this. We call it the Breach. 
grows larger with each passing hour. Unless we act, it will swallow the world. Might want to watch yourself. Raining demons out here. We will close the breach. We will find those responsible and we will restore order. Whatever we were before, we are now. The Inquisition. So if Ian, you need to catch up on Assassin's Creed, apparently I need to catch up on Dragon Age. Yep. I also um, change my pants. That just back. looked like Skyrim. It's... It no. just... Yeah, no, it even. looks like Skyrim. Like, what? Just because it's a fantasy setting, or what? No, no, because they were like, "You are the lone survivor," and blah blah blah. And then he was like, well, "What did what did the Dovahkiin survive that nobody else survived?" He's like one of the few Dragonborns that actually exists nowadays, and okay. you know, he's the only Dragonborn that exists. Uh, Ian. Why? That DLC where you, like, encounter another one who's yeah. against you. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh my I God. haven't played it. Neither have I, but I know about it. <laughs> oh, Thanks man. Thanks for spoiling the story for me. You're welcome, but it's been all over the news. I feel like in, it, it's the Dragonborn DLC, and that's the description for it. <laughs> <laughs> How can you spoil it when it's telling you what it is? Yeah. I don't know. Um, because I don't know what it's about. But, okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. I mean, if, if if you're going to be spoiled by the main premise of a of a story, then maybe you should just stay away from it in general. <laughs> well, no, like... Get off the internet forever. <laughs> Delete your Facebook account. Go away from Tumblr. Actually, Tumblr oh, would be worse. Tumblr. That's where all the spoilers live. I'm just going to sit here and eat my pizza to take my pain away. Go away. Well, yeah, that's okay, because uh, okay. Katie's the next one up anyway. Yes. Um, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, will be coming to Android soon. It will probably cost $20, like the iOS version. Though, that is purely speculation. So, yeah. I mean, I did play a teeny weeny bit of XCOM on the PlayStation 3. Oh, yeah. And when I say play a little bit, I believe it was literally five minutes. And I was just like, wow, I do not like this strategy kind of game. And That's, so I. Wait, did you cool. buy it? And then decide No, I got it for like free. It? Okay, okay, yeah. And then I got the PC version from you. Oh, yeah, that's right. And but then... Did you already know that you didn't want it when you when I gave it to you? No, I mean, I thought it looked cool, and then it was like, nope. Yeah, I've I've fired it up just to, like, set all of the settings to max, and then I haven't to opened it since maximum. then. <laughs> no, I meant Maxwell. Ah. <laughs> so we now have a bit more information about H1Z1, which is, of course, you know, the... Uh, basically trying to be Daisy that Sony Online Entertainment is coming out with, um, and how they, you know, are working their microtransactions. Um, of course, you know, the only items that you can buy are going to be the aesthetic ones, um, because, like, like you know, pay-to-win isn't even a thing anymore. Like, that's not something that you need to worry about, because if they did try to do pay-to-win, everybody would be in an uproar, and they would quickly have to change it. Um <laughs> But they're being even a little bit more clever than that. So sneaky, sneaky. If well, I'm sure that there'll be a lot of sneaking in this game. Yes. Um, if you kill somebody who's wearing something that you know they bought with money and then loot their body, you get to wear some of their items for a few lives without like having to buy that item. And oh. and the original owner doesn't lose that item, thankfully, because um, that would just be unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> That's why you just shoot anyone that follows you. Yeah. In the game. Only in the game. Not in real life. 
<laughs> I think I think that that's a pretty smart way for them to like get people used to having uh you know cool items that they want to wear um and you know encourage people to then buy those items. What do you mean when you say aesthetic though? Like like look cool things. You know? Look cool things. Like a hat that'll or or you know a shirt or something you know that that doesn't give you stats, but just looks oh. cool. You know like. A paint job, except that these are people, so... So, people jobs. <laughs> oh, the innuendo show strikes again. I don't even know how you do a whole person job. Um, that might be called, called sex. Spray tan? Well, okay, I, I guess I'm a little bit more extreme than everybody else. Fine. Stop trying to break the internet, Buck. It just doesn't work. The internet would praise me for this. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Depending no, on where I go on the internet. What? Some parts of the internet would highly approve of uh, the innuendos. Other parts oh, would not. Gosh. Yes. Don't worry. I will direct the entirety of... Um, oh, shoot. Who are those guys down in Topeka who everyone hates? WBC, there we go. To Specifically to you. What on earth are you talking about? We will send all of our innuendos to the West Baptist Church directly. Aren't they in... Florida, Topeka, oh. Kansas. Are you sure? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Huh. We stayed in the town where they're based out of. Huh. That's funny. On our JS tour, think actually we stayed with a very liberal church, thankfully, and so they they fit the views of the majority of the students. And apparently, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church protests that church a lot. But yeah, no, they're they're idiots. Anyway. I don't think that that that's something that the entirety of the internet will love you for is cursing the Westboro Baptist Church. I don't even have to tell you that. <laughs> All right. Um, however, in the meantime, stuff that's on the internet that they're probably cursing at least a little bit is the Game Spy shutdowns. We've been following this for the past few weeks, um, and so more information, specifically from 2K Games, has come in. Um, so the original Borderlands and Civ three and four will temporarily lose their online services. <sighs> However, they're going to be relocated to Steamworks, so they will be coming back, and you can enjoy those games. Um, and then there are several other games, um, mainly strategy games, some sports games. I mean, there's got to be... Viet Cong probably is a first-person shooter, and Top Spin sounds familiar. I think it's a racing game. No, it sounds like a baseball game now that I think of it. Uh, whatever. I have no idea. Here, let's look it up. Oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm just getting a bunch of carnival rides. Anyway. Yay. Um, so the Civ games, their most popular games, will be coming back. They'll just be temporarily down during a migration to Steamworks. Um, but there's a list of games that will be discontinued from everywhere, from PC to the PlayStation 2 to DS and Wii. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of sucks. But anyways... Um, people create some pretty awesome things in Minecraft, but few of them are on a scale of being a whole country. The Danish Geodata Agency has used their huge pool of geographic data to create all of Denmark on a one-to-one scale. I don't know. I think I heard some people were trying to do, like, the whole entire Game of Thrones to scale in Minecraft. (laughs) That would be awesome. I suppose that wouldn't surprise me, seeing as, you know, Denmark is kind of... You know, more people would be able to go into the Westeros version and, uh, you know, just and walk around and recognize things than people walking around Denmark and recognizing things. Which is kind of sad in some ways. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's easy to go, ah, you're so pathetic. You identify so much more with, you know... X, uh, uh, non-real, what is that called? Uh, what fiction, are you talking fictional. about? It's, it's easy to, to, to look at somebody and say, you know, you identify more with this fictional environment than with real life and say, that's sad. But, I mean, I do that. <laughs> Alright then. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm watching the video right now of the entirety of Denmark created on Minecraft. The only thing that's going through my head that's like, huh, is that apparently their roads are made out of wool. 
<laughs> Glorious. Well, you know, when everything uh, gets wet all the time, you want it to be uh, some sort of substance that, you know, will stay warm. And, I mean, I suppose if you crash this way, it won't hurt so much. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought you meant crashing the game for a moment. <laughs> Get your head out of your computer. Never. Get your head out of the Internet. N- absolutely never. Even less never. Wait. Even less never. Even, even more never. <laughs> which, of course, equates the Internet to your ass. The Internet is an ass, which is true in many way, cases of the Internet. Yes. I feel uh, like we've had that conversation already, though. <laughs> I don't know. So, we all know the story of that uh, terrible E.T. game for the Atari 2600. Uh, you know, it sold so few copies that Atari had to dump thousands of copies into a landfill in New Mexico. And for a really long time, that was kind of, you know, that was like one of those legends that could <laughs> spread around, <laughs> spread around uh, you know, by, by gamers. But nobody really knows for sure if it was true. Apparently, um, Sarah is allergic to bad video games. That's not, well, maybe we should base our review system on that now. How many times does Sarah sneeze when we're talking about a video? <laughs> um, and so, of course, you know, that, that E.T. game was kind of representative of the larger trend of just terrible games that were coming out at that time because there was, there was no oversight, you know. You were, people were just kind of... It was like the Wild West, you know. People were just making games and, and, and just throwing them out there at the consumers, and they had no guarantee that these were going to be quality. Um, and so that led to, you know, the great video game crash of the mid-80s that none of us lived through because we're young and hip and in with the times. Nope. Um, mm-hmm. But that landfill with all the AT- ET games uh, is being dug up, uh, like, pretty much right now, actually. They started yesterday. Um, huh. And to, to find these cartridges, and they're making, like, a documentary out of the whole thing. Um, and actually, they, <laughs> they, like, sold tickets to, for people to go there and be at the landfill when they were digging it up. Uh, and I mean, my only question is, like, why? Why would you do this? Why can't we let a terrible thing remain buried? And, of course, we Declan, have had, to know. <laughs> Declan had the great idea of, well, they dug them up so that we can, like, launch them off into the sun, and then they'll be permanently destroyed and we'll never have to deal with them ever again. I suppose. But if they're like Nokia's, then I think they'll destroy the sun instead. <laughs> That sounds like the greatest evil plan I've ever heard. Gather together all the Nokia phones and launch them into the sun? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Unless they give us one billion dollars. Which, of course, would probably be more than the cost of the entirety of the fuel. Well, it's definitely not more than the cost of all those phones. We'll see. Because those phones I are mean, there's... Yeah, but they've been around for a while. What? That's yeah. That's why they're ancient because they've been around for a while. Wait a sec. I think I've actually about? might have played ET before on really? the internet. Oh, I'm sure that there's like some Flash version or something. Yeah. Out there. It's been I don't know a exactly while though, why. and I remember it being like I have no idea what's going on or wh- where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do at all. Yeah, it's I'd, just terrible. I don't know exactly, yeah, why why everybody says it's such a bad game. I just know it and I repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important to me for me to have my own opinions, right? No. Ha. Good one. Uh, Your opinions don't matter, just like you don't. Ah, gee, thanks. That really makes me feel good about everything that I'm doing here on this podcast. You're welcome. But of course, someone re- had to tell you. The reason that we have people, uh, you know, most guests on this podcast is uh, because they've played games and we want them to review them and we trust their opinions. So, Katie, I trust your opinion, usually. Uh, ha! And you've been playing. Cool. You've been playing a particular game that I haven't gotten around to. Oh yeah, I've been playing South Park: Stick of Truth. Hooray! Hey. So basically. I don't. I don't even know where to start with this game. Uh, how about we? Okay, so obviously, I mean, oh, my God. The humor is going to be similar to South Park, the show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, how close to the show was it in terms of writing? Um, I. It was pretty much exactly the same. Nice. So yes. It was. Yes. It was like playing through. An yeah, and it has like literally the whole town of South Park, and it's a fairly open world. And you can just go 
wander around or do the storyline or whatever. And let's see. So the basic premise is that you are a new kid in town and your parents act all weird. Uh, can anybody still hear Katie? Oh, no. Was I muted? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought my computer was... Where did we end off? Uh, your parents act all... Oh, yeah, it's your parents act all weird and stuff. They're, they're like, well, let's... This is a fresh start, and let's uh, let's start anew and not repeat what happened last time. And they're like, "Man, this sounds like weird. the beginning of Buffy the Vampire Slayer." Uh huh. Anyways, so I haven't seen that yet either. Stop spoiling things for me. It's in the pilot episode. <laughs> so basically, they tell you to go make friends, and then you meet Butters, who takes you to Cartman. And then you get to choose and what class you want. And yeah, pretty much. Like you can choose if you want to be a thief, a knight. Um, okay, so this is an RPG. Yes, it's an RPG. Of course. Well, you didn't mention that. What do you mean? It's a stick of truth. How am I supposed oh. to know anything about it if I have never heard of it before, Katie? Oh God, whatever. When we, uh, so you that's can why we have between to start a thief, um, a knight. Um, gosh. Oh, a mage and Jew. <laughs> so, you choose your class, and if, then... If that's not an example of South Park humor, I don't know what is. Yes, and then you choose your class, and then Cartman's like, well, the elves are attacking, and they're trying to get this stick of truth that holds the power to the universe, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the elves happen to be Stan and all the other guys... And then it gets really, really, really weird after that. Like, I, I don't want to spoil it or anything. No, but... no, no. I mean, I, I, I guess from, like, a story slash, yeah, like, humor standpoint, um, if it's anything like, you know, a, a South Park episode, then I, I think that gives people a good idea of what to expect. I'm just going to say uh... it. They have zombie Nazis. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, that's, um, like, a main enemy. And it's not just zombie Nazi people. They're, like, zombie Nazi cats and zombie Nazi rats and stuff. <laughs> and it's, it's just, it gets weird quickly. And, I mean, as a South Park episode, you see some very vile things, like fetuses. So I have a, I have a question... More about the gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. so, so it's an RPG. Is it like... And uh, I assume that you have like your party, and that's probably the, the main characters from the show, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so is it like a turn-based RPG kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a turn-based like, RPG. Is, so is, is or like, like Final Fantasy IV, if you probably have never played that before. It, like, of course you have a gauge true. that fills up, and then when the gauge is full, you can attack. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, I think, or maybe it is turn-based. It is turn-based. I'm sorry. Is the I'm thinking it, of something else entirely? Is the, the camera angle fixed from a from like one oh, yeah. side? Okay, because yeah, that, that, so that would fit like, with the show. Your characters on one side, your party is on one side, and then the enemies are on another side, and then you attack them. Okay, and then when you're not in combat, like how does the just kind of open like wandering around work? So. It's, haven't you ever seen a South Park? Like, the camera moves with you in this, like, two-dimensional world. Okay, so, so it works exactly like a side-scrolling... Yeah. Like, uh, cool. Okay, makes sense. Um, do you ever go outside of the town? Mm, you go to Canada. <laughs> I'd say that's outside of town. <laughs> and, oh my god, it's hilarious, because Canada is an 8-bit... And like, ah, it's just so cool. Like, and then they have dire wolves and stuff. With those pop culture references and everything. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. South Park. Um. <laughs> so, I have not played any of the DLCs yet. I feel like I have them. But how long? I just how don't. long did uh, the the main campaign take you? Oh, not very long. Um. Does that mean like under ten hours then, or? I would say probably fourteen. Hours for me because okay. I'm a klepto, so I literally paw through everything. <laughs> I chose the thief class. 
So, I mean, if you were just, like, doing straight storyline stuff, it would probably take you, like, definitely, like, eight hours or less. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's a RPG player, though, generally spends their time going through and looting everything they possibly can. That's a generalization. Well, that's, that's, why I said that's what I do. Generally. <laughs> oh, you did? Right, okay. <laughs> oh, good job, good job. So, yeah, um, I mean... The game was pretty good. Um, your character has no voice. Well, hmm. he doesn't speak at all. Um, how how big is the player customization like? It is huge. Nice. Like the first part when you like pick your outfits and your hairstyle, there's just like a massive amount of that. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, like, once you get into the game, you can customize pretty much what you, like, if you can get face paint and wigs. Cool. All that fun stuff. So, yeah. So, what would you say is, like, a reasonable price for the game? Um, I feel like less than $20. Okay, because wow. Because... You have to, like, have seen all of South Park to get a lot of the references, which I am not, like, super current with it. So, but, like, if you if you are a big fan of South Park, you know, and you are you are current with it, do you think it's worth, like, paying a full $60 for? No. No? Okay. No. I mean, uh, I would probably put it on the same level as Deadpool. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I it, it was a fun game in like the whole like wow, we're vastly inappropriate. Haha, ha, look, a giant <laughs> dick. <laughs> Those but, are hilarious. But other than that, it was just like, okay, so nothing really it wasn't profound. No, it wasn't like, yeah. wow, this is like super awesome and adds to the experience because South Park. It's just like all right, let's shove as many South Park characters as we can possible into this. Okay. So basically it's exactly what you would expect from, like, mm-hmm. you know, knowing what the game is. Like, this is South Park They also Park game. reference other video games in it all the time. Okay. In fact, your character, spoiler can... alert, um, is called the Dragonborn at <laughs> one point. Ian, did you cover your ears for that? No. <laughs> but it doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, say anything about the plot. It's just, like, you're called Dragonborn at one point, and it's, like, really near the end. and It's only, like, twice. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, uh, final verdict is wait on that until it uh, drops in price. Oh, yeah. I would not, I would not buy it until it's either free or less than $20. Let's see what what uh, platforms is that on? I I think it's on it's most. It's on of, everything. Like, yeah. Everything that's not Nintendo. Really, it wasn't on Wii U. I don't think it was on Wii U. Let's look uh, at oh, it. Oh no! Yeah, no, it's just on Windows and the last gen PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty. I found the game to be more based towards male audiences rather than female. Well, that doesn't that apply to the show? Yeah, I in mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was hoping for a little more, you know, variety mm. in the whole pick your gender things, but oh, okay, whatever. So the game that I played uh, uh, this week that's actually brand new um, is Thinking with Time Machine, and that's uh, it's a mod for pl- uh, Portal Two. Um, it introduces the so I I kind of was surprised that they didn't just uh you know release this as like a a Steam Workshop you know series of maps but it does change enough about the game that I can understand why they released it as a mod. Um, so in addition to you know the portal gun and everything, mm-hmm. you have this new this new little device that you're holding in one of your hands that is it it's a time machine sort of. Um, so basically what you can do with it is you can record yourself doing a series of actions, you know, standing here, crouching here, picking up this block, moving the block here, putting portals, etc. Um, and then, so once you've recorded that, then you can hit, you know, like replay, 
and a, another you will appear and do all of those things that you did in exactly the same places that you did, you know, in the same order that you did them, and you use, you know, you use that concept to solve puzzles instead of just, you know, using... Um, just the gun. Yeah, just the gun, just, just uh, the spatially based um, puzzles. And actually, most of the puzzles that I've done so far involved very, very little of the portal gun. It was it was oh. mostly figuring out like how to do two things at once, uh, and then you know, and then executing that. Multitask. Um. Yeah. I remember. So I I remember playing this like flash game years and years ago in like junior high. That kind of had the same concept. I forget what it was called. Um. But I was terrible at it at the time. Um. And I'm still not very good at you know thinking this way of of going, well, I need to do these two things, and I'm going to, you know, yeah, like, and this one is the one that I have to record because I can't do the other one without, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's it's way different than, like, thinking about parabolas and trying to launch yourself, you know, in order to get up to the, you know, different areas the way that regular Portal works. Um, Play more Braid. Well, well, yeah, but, like, there... Some of the worlds in Braid used that sort of thing, but others of them did not. Yeah, like Braid, Braid is almost like four different games rolled into one. <laughs> um, <coughs> and they I, all hurt. <laughs> yeah. I think there was there was also another game re- released recently that kind of... Um, what was it called? The Swapper. I remember The Swapper is one where you can like clone yourself and have a bunch of your clones, uh, though that may have just been a different way of looking at multiple lives. Huh. I don't know. I haven't played that one yet. Um, yeah, I'm having a good time with it. It's it's been kind of slow going for me because yeah, this isn't the kind of po- the the kind of uh, um, puzzle that I'm used to. But I'm slowly making my way through it, and I'm not I'm not getting like so frustrated that I have to stop and never come back to it the way that I did with Antichamber. Um, so I definitely I definitely suggest checking it out. And it's Antichamber. So. You mean Antichrist? <laughs> Sometimes. So like I with Braid. Um, wait. What? Did you just turn your volume down, or no? No, never mind. Like with Braid, have you guys heard of like the secret, supposed story? Well, the supposedly hidden storyline, or some of the interpretations of the the, the ending that's like about nuclear uh, Armageddon. No. Yeah. So what it is is supposedly oh, there are these stars that you find throughout the game that they don't really the game doesn't really give you any indication as to hey you're supposed to pick these up other than they're there and they disappear as soon as you touch them. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, if you collect all of them, you go and you go and you, uh, when you finally rescue the princess, well, not rescue the princess, get to the girl at the end, I should say, because there's another interpretation that's saying that she's running away from you. Yeah. And this is, the entire thing is going backwards. You're trying to figure out why she ran away from you. Um, but well, yeah, the nuclear... even, even in the regular ending, they like reverse the whole thing and, you know, rewind it all, right? It's been a while yeah. since I finished Braid. Yeah. But the supposed ending is that once you touch the girl after collecting all the stars, there's a nuclear explosion, essentially, and everything is destroyed. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how that would tie into any of the rest of what the game has been telling you throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. Never played it. I can tell you that uh, I would be very, very surprised if Thinking with Time Machine tried to throw something like that at me because there has been like absolutely no indications of of a story whatsoever. Yeah. Other, you know, it's just it's just, it's pretty much just the puzzles for the sake of the puzzles, which is good because then it's it's you know pure game. Yeah. Yeah. So Ian, yeah. what have you been playing? I have been playing um, a rather interesting game, a fun game, mind you called Deus Ex Human Revolution. It came out on my birthday, I guess, oh, wow. three years ago now, wasn't it? And this is the one that uh, our audience voted on. Yes. Eventually wow, voted. you have an audience that yeah. votes? Yeah. Mostly people that I bugged in real life to go and vote. And people who I bugged on Facebook to go and vote. Actually, go. I just said, hey, there's a poll open. Can you guys go and help me decide which video game to play next? And that Fallout 3 was the one that actually won. Um, but that one kept uh, crashing on you. But it kept crashing on me to the point where it was like ten crashes in about half an hour, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> um, just a little bit unplayable. Just a little bit. Um, but so Deus Ex 
It, so far, I mean, I'm not all the way through the game, unfortunately, believe it or not. It's been kind of busy here with tour and all that stuff. Yep. But, let's see. Um, so, the main storyline is you play as this guy named Agent Jensen. Um, you work for a, an aug- um, augmented uh, company that does, who puts, like, machinery inside people. Yeah, an augmented body company. They make augmented parts for people to go and wear. Now, someone in that company has been doing some research. Um, so in the game, after a while, your body rejects these artificial parts. And so there's they become reliant on a specific drug in order to prevent their body from continually rejecting these parts. Um, and so there was a person who was in your company who was also your girlfriend. Oh, well, <laughs> ex-girlfriend. Oh my gosh, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> um, who had been doing some research to find a way to make it so that sh- um, so that people would be able to be, either people or the machines would be able to be altered so that the body would stop rejecting them and they would stop being dependent on this particular drug. Um, so eventually your lab is broken into um, and essentially torn apart by three augmented soldiers and an army that follows them. And so you're you're going on a quest to try and find who, get revenge for your dead girlfriend, and... Spoilers, um, man. Well, this, like, happens <laughs> in the first, like, 15 minutes. That's in the intro level. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm making fun of you, Ian. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I will just do that. Um, so Buck has not been muted. <laughs> he has gone blah yourself to death. Um, uh, so yeah, you have to go through, find who is responsible for this, um, and essentially get revenge and prevent it from ever happening again. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game itself is, or gameplay is diverse in however you want to do it. Um, you can take several approaches to, from talking your way through things. And there's oftentimes big bonuses for talking your way through things. There's actually you get usually a really big experience bonus from it called Silver Tongue. Um, you can sneak around everywhere, and the game is definitely designed to be more of a stealth-based game, as there are hidden entr- entrances to everything. Yep, they give you the um, option of non-lethal or lethal, like first mission. They're like, yeah. hey, do you want to murder people, or do you just want to stun them? I went with murder. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. It sounds like the people who, you know, made these buildings really need to uh, up their security game because... He can hack them with his mind. (laughs) Yeah. If if I can crawl into a vent um, in the the back of a building and then wind up in the women's bathroom of a club... I feel like Vader had the same problem. What, people crawling into his vents and uh, hacking his mind? No, people crawling through his vents, though. Okay. The only thing that I could hack were robots, which were really handy to have, mind you. You um, had a handy robot. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, I guess. Let's see. Um, but you could also do a full frontal assault. Glorious. So... Now that we got that out of our system. Now that we got that out of our systems. So the gameplay is very adaptable to whatever style that you want, for the most part, I should say. Um, the boss levels were done by different people. A different company. Different company. Yeah. So they're, they're much different, and unfortunately they are battles. You cannot talk your way out of them. You cannot talk your way through oh. them. You have to fight. I remember that. Yep. Which can be ridiculously difficult when you've spent all of your upgrade points on spell things and not much... Shotgun man and frag grenades. Well... key to beating some of the bosses. I think I've only actually fought one. This is sounding very, very similar kind of to Dishonored, except that I think Dishonored had the advantage of knowing where Deus Ex Human Revolution had failed 
yeah. you know, in this area, and so they were able to completely avoid those problems. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 to be honest, I did prefer Dishonored over this one, but that's also because Dishonored was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but let's see. Um, no, actually, I'm because I'm playing through on the most well, yeah, the most difficult difficulty. My best friends, while taking down any bosses, have been grenades. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, there, bro. You want to say that again, maybe? <laughs> grenades. <laughs> grenades. Oh, I oh, thought sorry. you said gritty. No, nope, grenades. Sorry, my inner <laughs> demon decided to try and escape. Is your inner demon allergic to good games? No, it eats them up. Why do you think it burped? Mm. Nom, nom, nom. Um, but yeah, essentially, I the last boss, what I did is I had a heavy machine gun, blasted away at her for a little while, and then essentially hit her with four EMP grenades and like six frag grenades, and then unloaded a clip of... I think it was shotgun ammo in her face, and then she died. Ah, that's shotgun ammo. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, some of these games. Oh, no. Playing hard games. So On a hard difficulty. What a yeah. tragedy. I actually, well, you probably noticed this before, but I did play this game already. Played not very much of it. <laughs> um, I kind of got bored. Because well, the whole time you're sitting there in the TV lounge, just going, "I'm bad at shooters," and the those of us who knew what game you were playing were going, "You're not supposed to play this as a shooter." Okay, okay. When you give me homeless people in the sewers, what do you expect me to do? You expect uh, me to shoot them all? I expect you to at least talk to them first. There are I no. I expect you to not waste your ammo people. because ammo is a very valuable resource in that game. Okay. Whoopity-doo. I mean, I I wouldn't be too surprised if you, like, choked them out or something, because that's what you did to everybody that you encountered in Dishonored. <laughs> like that lady. Yes, that poor lady. Why would you do that? What? She had it coming to her. I'm pretty sure I've told you this story, Ian. Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. What did Katie do this time? Katie, do you want to tell him? Um... Why don't you tell him? Right. Because I'm foggy with details. So, so she she finds this lady, uh, just in a room in some building, and you know, Kate, Katie just goes up to her and chokes her out from behind, and all the rest of us <laughs> are like, Katie, what are you doing? She's not a guard. Like, just move on. And and then Katie looks at her on the ground and goes, Yes, you know, and like, and I'm like, Oh no, she's going all robaz on us. She's gonna she's gonna make some rape joke or something. And Katie looks over at the bed that's next to her, and I'm like. <laughs> No, oh no, here it comes. And she picks up the body, and she throws the body on the bed, and the body lands perfectly so that it's just, it's on its face, on the bed, and then it slides down slightly so that it's butt sticking straight up in the air. <laughs> and Katie just walks up to it and starts teabagging it. And the rest of us are just like, this is not, Katie, stop. <laughs> I was terrible at that game, too. We'll avoid saying something here. Uh, anyway. I, w- I won't ask what you were going to say. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe I should start swearing so I get all the meows in. Oh, yes. Meow. Meow. Balls. Meow. Pull. Ian's. Meow. Uh, hey. Anus. <laughs> Penis. Penis. Penis okay. and if, I will eat you. If you know anything about this show, you know that penis is not a bad word to say. Yeah. Oh, great. So it's going to be meows followed by Ian's face and then penis. <laughs> penis. You forgot about asshole. That, one's, that one won't be believed either. I, I, I mean, I guess... Meow. That one. Meow. That one. Meow. Meow. Right. Oh, that was really weirded out. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> moving on. Um, so the game. Let's see. I would pay. <laughs> Why do you think I muted her? Oh my god. Oh, that was you. Okay. I unmuted myself. I'm clever. I'm a clever little girl. Like a velociraptor. The Velociraptor. She's among us. 
Quit <laughs> <laughs> being in a butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, price. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for muting me. We have devolved so far. Why can I not kick her from this call? Because <laughs> that's not how these work. I suppose you're the owner. Anyway. Boop. Um, so, uh, to be honest, I think I'd pay probably around 30 bucks, 40 bucks for it nowadays, just because it's still a very good game. I, I greatly enjoyed it. I think that it had, well, I've greatly enjoyed it so far. I'm not done with it yet. Um, it has a good storyline. I know that there are some nasty plot twists toward the end. Um, and I've encountered some plot twists already. So, the game is not done yet, but it's been fantastic so far, and I'm looking forward to the end. So, $30 is a fair price even for a three-year-old game, in my opinion. I feel obligated to tell you guys that uh, I have just been asked if I'm on crack. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently we're acting that bad. Uh, No, I, I was completely honest, as I always am. Crack kills. Well, hey, if you want, Deus Ex Human Revolution is only 20 bucks on Steam right now. Wow. Sounds worth it. It's even less than what I had originally priced it at. So go buy it, play it. It's a fantastic game worth playing. Go team. Yay, we found good games. Sort of. Whoa, wait, the director's cut is 50% off right now. Cool. Cool. So it's 10 bucks right now. That's assuming, of course, that uh, you're listening within, uh, you know, a few days of when we record this. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, it's it's discounted because I already own the core game. <laughs> I understand. Okay. We trusted you, and you've lied. So never mind. It's, I think it's $20 for most people. Anyway. By the way, 20 bucks is still worth it. Oh, yeah. Then how about you? What you been playing? What? Well... Even though... Oh, wait, you've already talked about it. Yeah, I did. I'm intelligent. But also, also, even though we both had uh, lots and lots of homework this weekend, apparently we spent nine hours playing Borderlands yesterday. It was more than nine. You said that we started at about three. Yeah. And that we ended after midnight. It was close to one o'clock. Oh, you're right, because... Right, they go up to 12. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, going up to 10. So it was 10 or 11 hours straight. Oh, man, we're terrible. Yeah, we're definitely not doing that again anytime soon. I disagree. Well, you end school a lot later than I do. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. No, shoot. I'm here during senior week, but you won't be. Katie. What? Good news. That means that you'll be available for me to play games with a lot, and Ian won't. Oh, great. So finally, all it is. You know what? I'm already in Gen 6. I don't need you anymore. No, you don't need me, but you want me. Actually, there will be a week after finals are done where it's just seniors on campus as well as people who need to stay for commencement stuff. You can come down then. We can set stuff up for you. Sounds like a deal to me. And Wait, go where are you going? St. Peter? Yeah. Apparently. Wow, come visit me. I can do that. Where are you at again? Lee Center. Oh, oh yeah. Though I don't know if I want to deal with your family. Yeah, I can show you my big house, though. That's true. Yeah, I think... Ooh, we can go on a picnic in Seven Mile Park. A picnic. Ooh, a picnic. Are there any portals there? Because, uh, you know, that's a, very important, that's a very important thing for me to know anywhere that I'm going. Uh, um, what's the name of that game again? Which one? Portals. Uh, thinking with Time Machine. No, not that one. Ingress. Oh, Ingress, Ingress. thank you. <laughs> Man, I thought you were making a reference to uh yeah, what we were talking about earlier in the show, but that's not happening. Um so, I don't think there are any big new releases. I'm actually been pr- doing a pretty bad job of checking to see what kinds of new releases there are each week. Um but, you know, it's April. I don't really expect much out of April. So, thanks for joining us everybody for this episode of 8-bit. This has been Ian Buck and I'm Ian Decker. I'm Katie Redman. Signing off. Stay classy, Sandy. Theoretically, we all have clocks in front of us that should tell us what date it is. I don't know what you're talking theoretically, about. Theoretically, I already told you what day it was, so... Katie's better than a clock. Oosh.
Yeah. Habitual liars. No, because you can use those clocks to lie to the game and get achievements that you shouldn't have. Andrew Bailey, you did not spend five years not playing the Stanley Parable. You're a liar. Here, say hi to uh, your good friend Dave Putnam. Well, wait. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Oh, wow. Hey. Oh, hey. Is that Ian? Yeah. Hey, Ian. How are you? And Ian. Although I can't hear a thing you're you saying. You gotta put it on. Yeah, but then I'll get your advice. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How are, <laughs> how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's on 8-Bit tonight? Um, There's some Star Wars news, and there's... uh, Let's see. Do you remember that E.T. game on the 2600? I had a couple 2600s, but I don't remember the E.T. game. So the, I don't remember the, the E.T. game. The E.T. game is that famous one that was so bad that, you know, they just had, like, thousands and thousands of copies that they put in a landfill, supposedly. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of one of those legends that's been floating around, and nobody's sure if it was true or not. So a documentary team went out to New Mexico and dug up these games from the landfill that they're in. Did they actually find the games? They did, yeah. Do, do they still work? Uh, I don't know yet. They haven't, you know, blown out the dust from the cartridges. Oh, that's funny. To find out. <laughs> I had, my favorite game was Kangaroo. Just uh, Kangaroo? Yeah, it was called Kangaroo. It cost me like $36 for an Atari cartridge, and I was so excited about that. And what was the other one? Pitfall, of course. Everyone loved Pitfall. Wasn't that one really hard? Yeah, I never won it, ever. I got close, <laughs> but yeah. You, Battletoads. You ran out of time. <laughs> I always thought that Battletoads didn't exist. I've never heard of Battletoads, and I'm old, so... It's it's the game that, if you want to piss off, like, GameStop employees, you ask them if they have a copy of it. <laughs> I've played Battletoads. I have, too. Yeah, I have, have an emulator for it. Have you heard of Battletoads from the old Atari? Ryan doesn't do video games. Yeah, that's, he does uh, Guild Wars. Yeah, I do Guild Wars. Apparently that doesn't count. Yeah, I don't think that counts either. <laughs> Okay, we're looking at Battletoads right now. It does exist, I agree. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, but I grew up with Pong, you know, and Tank, because and, I'm old. I got an Atari in 1979 or 78 when I was eight years old, and I was the coolest kid on the block. <laughs> Battletoads. All right. Hey, we can see you now. It wasn't me. I'm... What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, I'm out of here. I'm just here to steal Ryan's Game of Thrones DVDs. I don't really want to talk to you, you know. Of course. <laughs> what? What? Don't give me that look. We have like 13 listeners a week. Yeah, sure you do. Uh-huh. Apart from the zero.